Kansas will be the first game up here. Let's have some conversation, I guess, right away about that. I'm curious here as we take a look at this on the neutral floor in the Superdome that the bet U.S. line continues to hover, <clears throat> excuse me, around four and a half or five points. So uh, you had said earlier in the week, if it, if it gets above if it gets to five, if it gets above five and a half, I would have some interest. Uh, the total at 133. So let's begin the discussion with this game. Matt, are you surprised the line hasn't moved up a little more? And might it move up a little more as we get closer to game time? We might see some movement on Saturday. I'm not going to get the five that I was hoping for. I mean, it briefly, I think it was Wednesday, uh, the South Point in Las Vegas had it at five. And it was about five minutes before it went back down the four and a half. So I think we're pretty set on the four and a half. And, you know, I, as I talked about on the show, I'm definitely interested in Villanova. Now, I was interested more in an alternate line. And BetUS doesn't have any alternate lines up yet. I don't know if it's one of those things that they'll add closer to Saturday or not. But basically, for people who aren't familiar, you know, a lot of sports books put out these lines that are everything else, pretty much. From, like, if you want to bet Villanova as a favorite, if you want to bet Kansas minus 10 and a half, whatever it is. They put lines and values on everything. So I was kind of waiting to see if there was any sort of alternate line value. There was not on there. So I kind of went to the player props, and it's something that I kind of looked at. And I, I've got a bunch of them. There's some unders that I'm going to kind of wait on because I figure everybody's going to bet overs on a lot of these players. I, I focused in on David McCormick, and he's one of these guys for Kansas that basically you look at, and you're going to know early if it's a David McCormick kind of game. Um, because if you look, there's some contests where he's had single digits and there's contests where he's had double digits. And I'm pulling it up now on my on my computer here. But like he's coming off the 15 points in a game where he clearly had an advantage against Miami. But he had eight, seven, nine, 18 against Texas Tech. And you look at Villanova, the way to beat Villanova is to beat him inside. We saw Hunter Dickinson had double digits against Villanova. We've seen uh, Adama Sinogo uh, plenty of times for UConn have double digits uh, in terms of points. I'm getting nine and a half here. I'm going to look at the over here for McCormick, knowing full well that early on they may not feed him. He may get into foul trouble. But I think the Jayhawks are going to make a concerted effort to feed McCormick. So I'll take his over on his points, and I'll wait till, till closer to Saturday. I'll be on Villanova at some number. I think the Wildcats make this thing interesting. I just don't trust the Jayhawks for a whole 40 minutes. All right. Interesting theories on that. Big man, any thoughts, even if you're not going to have an official play necessarily on this first game? Yeah, I, I said the other day I was going to go on Kansas. I'm playing Kansas here. I'm going to I'm going to lay the four and a half. Look, the, the truth is, look, we can say we don't like Villanova being here in the area, uh, but the truth is their culture is terrific, and I don't think they're going to lose much of a beat from a culture standpoint. They're not going to have that "woe is me" attitude. That's just not them. But the loss of Moore is pronounced. He takes the most shots on this team percentage wise. Defensively, he's very good. Uh, and I've talked about this. One of the problems that Jay Wright has had. There are very few of them. Uh, because he looks like George Clooney and he's rich and he's a good coach. But there is one thing that he has not done particularly well, and that is high-level recruits. They have not panned out for Jay. And this is a problem when you get to situations like this where if you don't have a Justin Moore, where do you go? Antoine has not played well for them. He's been a, mostly a failure. Um, you know, Quinterly's long gone. He was a high-level recruit. Demir Kazi Roundtree's been a no-show. So I don't know if they have the depth. Now, I look at this and I say, well, these are two teams that have been impressive, but have they really been? I alluded to the fact that I didn't think it was that impressive what Villanova did. I think they were just a team that fell into a team that didn't shoot the ball real well. And if Houston had any sort of pulse offensively, they'd have won. You look at if you take more out of that game, they lose. Quite easy and quite simple. I think Matt is a great play with McCormick. When he plays 25 or more minutes, which he's likely to play here, he's going to get the 10 points. He's got a good matchup here. 
I just don't know if Eric Dixon and players like that can handle him. Throw in Mitch Lightfoot as well. I think he's a real key cog for them. With Igbaji, Jalen Wilson, Remy Martin, I just think it's too much for Villanova. Um, and I think ultimately Kansas will win this entire tournament. Um, I think this is a good matchup. And without more, I just think that's too much. Throw in the fact Villanova very three-point dependent. They have been all year. They've been for a lot of years. Uh, this is an elite Kansas three-point defense. They really limit you. And uh, quite honestly, we're just dominating against the three-point shot all year. Good rebounding team. Pretty much do everything well. I'm going to lay the four and a half. I think this is like a 78-70 type of game. All right, so I wasn't sure that you were making the official play, but it is going to be an official play on Kansas for the big man laying the four and a half that we have right now on Friday with the line possibly going up. And again, uh, we'll lock Matt in as well as he is going for a player prop with Kansas big man David McCormick to get over nine and a half points uh, in the game. Uh, Matt, do you just have a, a follow-up thought here on Jay Wright having – a week basically to prepare here since they played Houston without Justin Moore. How much can they do redistribute uh, shots, touches, minutes? What What is your feeling on that? Because it's obviously a factor for Villanova against Kansas. Well, I'll say they, they had one game this year without Justin Moore and they beat UConn. And look, I think UConn is somewhat of a poor man's Kansas in terms of they've got size, they've got athleticism, they supposedly play defense. Villanova scored 85 in that game. And look, that one, going back to the box score there, Eric, Dickerson, uh, Eric Dixon's probably not scoring 24 in this game. But I mean, Villanova has played without Justin Moore and has won a game. And I'll counter one thing to what Big Man said. I mean, I'll go to the Kansas-Creighton game. If Creighton has Kalkbrenner, Kansas may not win that game. They did not play very well against a Creighton team that, that had two days to prepare without Kalkbrenner and get together an offense, and they let Kaluma beat them up. Uh, and it's not like Kansas looked great against Providence. Providence had a second-half lead, and Kansas you know, was terrible against Miami in the first half. So if you tell me that we're going to get a consistent 40 minutes, and maybe I look at Villanova in the first half. Maybe it's one of these things where Villanova, with a week to prepare, comes out with a solid game plan that Kansas is not necessarily ready for and then you know Kansas then makes the adjustments at halftime and pulls away in the second half so maybe you look more of it at Villanova first half year but I trust the better coach with a week to prepare having already played a game without Justin Moore this season and I'm just not a big big self guy so maybe I'm talking myself actually into a Villanova first half spread play here as well well and it's a valid point that Jay Wright now the stat is since the uh, 2016 tournament began is 20 and three in the NCAA tournament, including the four wins, obviously this year. And there's a lot, uh, look, I, I was coming in this morning and there are Kansas fans all over the place in the Kansas market in Kansas city, Lawrence and Kansas city are kind of uh, Metro Lawrence about 30 minutes away. There's a lot of talk there about how he has only delivered the one championship. Yes, he's been in the Final Four. Uh, in fact, the last time the Final Four was in New Orleans, Kansas was in the championship game with Kentucky. Um, but he's only delivered the one championship. And is this a situation where Jay Wright, as, as Matt was alluding to, has so much success in the Elite Eight in the Final Four game? Matchup advantage, maybe, for Jay Wright. Is the criticism of self unfair a uh, big man, or is it part of the territory when you're at a blue blood, big time program like that? And they're saying, where are the championships? You have one of them. If you're Bill Self. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely warranted. I mean, you know, especially at Kansas, because they put all their resources into basketball. Um, it's quite simple. And you're right. The only championship was what, 07, 08. They've been some final fours and some elite eights, but you know, you, you want to win. Cause that's the ultimate goal at the end of the day. And yeah, I mean, 
I, I would have an issue with it. I think Matt's got something. Look, if you're asking me who the better coach is here, I mean, it's Jay Wright. But I think Bill Self's still a great coach, too. I mean, he's done a great job over the years. Uh, but, yeah, I think if you're a fan of this program, you have to ask yourself, we put all the resources into this program, and we ultimately haven't we've won Ogats, you know, for, for the most part. He's yep. been there since 03, 04. You have one championship to show for it. Um, and, and, again, like, if, if, if he were Mark Few, he could say, well, I, we were nothing until I came. Um, Kansas has been a power for years, I mean, forever. So, Decades. Yeah. So for, for, for him to, to, he can't really fall back on that. At some point you gotta, you gotta switch it up. But yeah, I, um, I, I think this is a great game. I just, the, the addition of Remy Martin has been huge for Kansas. And, you know, look, there have been times, as I said on a show the, earlier this week, you know, Kansas has not looked great at certain points in this tournament, but I'm backing on the fact that, I'm hoping we get the second half version of Miami. Uh, that, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping we get the Texas Southern version. I'm hoping we get the team that was good in the Big 12 tournament uh, at times. Uh, and without more, I just think this this is perfect, and that's what I want. So we'll see what happens. Rock chalk it. Rock chalk it. All right. So, yep, go ahead. I, I'll add that. I mean, the other, the other caveat here is Villanova doesn't miss free throws. And in a game where if it's close at the end – uh, and Villanova's going to the line. I, I know for the most part they're going to make their free throws. So I feel like that's one of the things you need. If you're going to have a good coach and a team that makes the free throws and doesn't turn the ball over and just uh, runs at their own speed no matter what, I mean, those are the recipes for an underdog in this situation. I don't think Villanova's going to win, um, but I think they have the pieces to at least make it interesting, especially in the first half, which is where you know I'm actually starting to talk myself more into. But like they don't miss free throws. They're an 83% free throw shooting team all season keep keep in mind okay another thing about more you know who shoots the most free throws in this team now granted it's right on the same amount but justin moore shot the most free throws in this team okay is he the best player in this team he could be uh he's the most important i think it's a big loss but it is a big loss We'll and see. can they That's overcome a, it? Can yeah. they keep it close? Will Will Kansas accelerate the pace of play? We'll see. And I'm sure we'll get a question or answer about other things, totals and those kind of things later on. We'll get to the questions and answers in a few moments. But again, mid-major Matt is on the McCormick play uh, on a prop, again, for his points in the game. The big man, even though you don't see it graphically on the screen, says lay the points with Kansas. He'll take that as an official play. The Bet US line has it at four and a half. 